节目。This is Radio Taiwan International. Welcome to the news on Radio Taiwan International. I'm Charlie Starr, coming to you from Taipei, Taiwan. We begin with a look at today's top stories. President Tsai Ing-wen has visited the outlying island county of Jinmen to inspect measures to prevent an outbreak of African swine fever. That's after a dead pig that washed up on a beach on Jinmen was confirmed to have been infected with African swine fever. And in related news, a county in central Taiwan is first taking precautions against this deadly disease. But first, today's top story. President Tsai Ing-wen on Friday visited the outlying island county of Jinmen to inspect measures to prevent an outbreak of African swine fever. The president's visit to Jinmen, just off the coast of mainland China, comes days after a dead pig washed ashore on the island. It was later confirmed to be infected with African swine fever. Authorities say it had floated across the short stretch of water separating the island from the mainland. The local coast guard also spotted the carcass of a second pig floating near the coastline. Tsai said China has not been transparent about the outbreak that was first reported in August and is believed to have spread to several Chinese provinces. She also said the Chinese side has not reported cases of infection to Taiwan in accordance with cross-strait mechanisms established for this purpose. We again call on China. It is a fact that the outbreak is out of control. We hope the Chinese side can get a more effective handle on the situation and be more transparent about it, so that our people on the front line can have more information and do a more effective job of prevention. That was President Tsai Ing-wen speaking on Friday. And as you've just heard, a dead pig that washed up on a beach on Taiwan's outlying island of Jinmen was infected with African swine fever. The Council of Agriculture confirmed the results of tests on Thursday and said the carcass came from mainland China. The pig carcass was discovered on New Year's Eve on a beach in the township of Jinsha. Jinmen lies just off the Chinese coast, and authorities say the pig floated the short distance from the mainland. Local authorities are now conducting checks on pig farms within a five-kilometer radius of the beach. The acting agriculture minister Chen Jizhong has announced a block on the transportation of live pigs and pork products from Jinmen to Taiwan proper for the next two weeks. African swine fever has reportedly spread to large parts of mainland China since the first outbreak of the disease was reported in August last year. The government has accused Chinese authorities of not being transparent about the scale of the outbreak and of not cooperating with requests for information. Premier William Lai has called African swine fever the government's top priority for 2019, as the disease has the potential to devastate the national pig farming industry if it reaches Taiwan. And in related news, a county in central Taiwan is taking the first precautions against African swine fever. Yunlin County, a major center of pig farming in Taiwan, has been taking the lead in measures against a possible arrival of African swine fever. The county government prohibited the feeding of kitchen waste to pigs in late December. 
Neighboring Zhanghua County has since followed suit, also setting up an emergency response center and disinfecting its pig farms. The government has made the threat of the disease arriving from China a top priority for 2019. But how has the situation so far affected Zhanghua residents who love to eat soy-stewed pork with rice? One customer at a pork rice restaurant said he comes to eat the dish twice to three times a month. He doesn't seem to be worried. Another vendor of the popular dish is also not worried. He said he has faith in the government to keep a close eye on the situation. Shirley Lin, RTI News. The National Immigration Agency, or NIA, is offering money for reports on the whereabouts of over 100 Vietnamese nationals who entered Taiwan as tourists before disappearing. A total of 152 Vietnamese nationals went missing after entering Taiwan as part of a tour group at the end of last year. Officials say the number is roughly equal to the total of all the other tourists that have absconded over the past three years. 35 of the tourists have since been apprehended or have left Taiwan. The whereabouts of the remainder remain unknown. NIA head Chou Fengguang said Friday that the agency will pay 4,000 Taiwan dollars, or 130 U.S. dollars, for any confirmed report of the whereabouts of the Vietnamese nationals. Chou also said it is illegal to employ any of the individuals, and those who do so will be subject to fines of up to 750,000 Taiwan dollars, or 25,000 U.S. dollars, for a first offence. He said, "Repeat offenders will also face legal charges." This is Radio Taiwan International. Catch us on the web at english.rti.org.tw. Yuan Kun, a surgeon and the president of Gaoxiong Ida Hospital, has been given an international award for his medical research. Du is a top researcher and surgeon in the field of microsurgery of nerve repair. He has lectured at medical schools in Taiwan and abroad for many years. The International Federation of Societies for Surgery of the Hand recently recognized Du with a leadership award. In a book to be published on January the 16th, Du chronicles his years of experience as a surgeon and researcher, as well as the joy of helping patients alleviate pain. Tennis-playing sisters Chan Yongran and Jan Haojing have advanced to the women's doubles final at the Brisbane International Tournament in Australia. The tournament is a warm-up event for the Australian Open, which will get underway on January the 14th. In their semi-final on Friday, the Chans defeated Xu Yifan of China and Gabriela Dabrowski of Canada by two sets to one, with a thrilling final set that went to 10-8. The women's doubles final is scheduled for Saturday. One of Taipei's best-known traditional markets, Nanmen Market, on Friday announced its specialties ahead of Chinese New Year. The Lunar New Year's Eve this year falls on February the fourth. As the upcoming year is the Year of the Pig in the Chinese zodiac, one vendor made steamed buns in the shape of piggy faces. 
Auspicious dishes at this time of year usually include fish and chicken, which are homophones in the Chinese language for abundance and luck, respectively. Opened in 1906, Nanmen Market is more than a century old, but will be moving to a new location in September. The current promotion is considered the last festive event at the old address. Traveling around Taiwan by bus will cost more after Chinese New Year. The leading bus companies in the country plan to raise fares due to growing operating costs. Posters go up at Taipei bus station to notify passengers of an upcoming increase in intercity bus fares. Guoguang E-Bus and United Bus will raise ticket prices by up to 20 UNT dollars or 70 cents US. Ticket prices for Cameline buses will see a minor increase, around 3 UNT dollars or 10 cents US on average. The time period for discount tickets will also be adjusted. The companies say the price rise is necessary due to increasing operating costs. Li Zhenwen, general manager of Capital Bus, said the company struggled to make it through 2018. Li said spending on diesel fuel was 100 million UNT dollars, or 3.3 million US dollars, higher than the year before. The company also had to increase wages for its drivers in accordance with a new labor law. Passengers spoken by reporters said they don't mind a price increase as long as it is within reason. Jake Chen, RTI News. Thanks for joining me for the news today. I'm Charlie Starrer. Do stay tuned for another 50 minutes of English language features. Brought to you by Radio Taiwan International.